Oh, Let's get it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> are we recording? <laughs> yeah, we recording. Okay. This is the main thing. See, I told you this is a very real show, y'all. Hey, y'all gonna love it. This beat. Uh, man. Um, got, what's your name? Bill T, Big Boy Phil, whatever your name is, partner. I'm calling you out because I'm waiting on my track. <laughs> you promised me this. I still ain't got it. I know you in the studio finished up your album, but come on, man. Look your family. No my track. Uh, no my track. Hey, hold your ass accountable. I'm waiting on my track. <laughs> Platinum. <laughs> Bars. So, hey. We in here. Um, we in the building. Oh, man, I, I like doing this. This is fun. Learning every week. Correction is very much needed. Oh, yeah. And thank you, my our producer, Yanni. She always oh, <laughs> yeah. steps to the beat over here. <laughs> we got a dope uh, producer. Y'all, 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 y'all got to see this. When, when we start putting the visuals, y'all really going to have a good time. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to the other week uh, with um, Pastor Ward. And yeah. His wife, his lovely wife, Tasha. Oh, man, I enjoyed myself. Yes, I indeed. And what I learned from doing that show, boy, you better talk up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tim, oh, He was Carl. trying to adjust the volume. <laughs> man, I, I, I have to <clears throat> enunciate, talk a little better, because I'm... <laughs> Started swallowing a little bit and um, got quiet. <laughs> swallowing, got quiet. <laughs> oh, oh, we here this week, man. Um, this week, we're going to deal with, uh, it's not a reality, but it ain't really a reality. It's, it's just it's just common sense. Yeah, It's, it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. Um, we're going to deal with new age parenting. Parenting, excuse me, I have to talk quick. We just talk about that King's Look, English. Dave <laughs> knows who he is. <laughs> New age parenting versus old age parenting or when we grew up. Yeah. That ass whooping we got <laughs> versus this, I'm going to take your Nintendo for a week. I'm telling you. Which one was better for society? You know what? It's crazy because... When our parents was out taking names and delivering ass with us, <laughs> delivering them wholesale, you know, to the neighborhood. But but the thing was, there was more than just the parenting, honestly, because it was a whole community. Whenever you talk about how things were back in the day, it always involved somebody else that was close. Um, most people remember ass whipping that they got. All the way down the street. It was, every neighbor joined in and everybody <laughs> stepped outside with a belt. <laughs> this was a community effort. You know, and, and some of us had those, um, you know, daily ass women. Okay, it's three o'clock. Time for your ass women. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, but it was it wasn't just a physical thing. It wasn't just a physical woman because I know a lot of people. Are, oh, man, they, they talking about beating kids and stuff. Well, when they there were spankings, we didn't have. Mass shootings, talk about it. Children, or by upset adults who are into their emotions, because the first thing that was there that was missing was the set morality. Mm. We had a moral standard, and the other thing is there were a lot more 
full homes. There were a lot more uh, family units where you had a mother and a father. And there were a lot more back in the day than there is now. Most everyone, most of society in what we're living in now, they're coming out of single parent female households. Uh. And you have to have some type of balance somewhere. I know this everybody doesn't have, uh, but it was some type of accountability. And it wasn't just the parenting. Like your neighbor was allowed to parent you because they had the same morals and values. You you had uh, the aunts and the uncles. People had generally had the same morals and values. People respected that there was a God or someone to hold you accountable for. They 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 respected because they had the same type of background. Now it's not the same. And if all that was missing, you know who was there to beat your ass? Grandma. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Grandma was you. sweet. Passed down peppermints in, in, in the church on Sundays, <laughs> but she had passed out that uh, ass whooping on Friday night. If you get out of line, we stand over her house. <laughs> Go to wrench around and get my belt. So, you know, you- I, I want to get into how we got on this subject. Go ahead, man. Let's go. So, there's an incident that happened the other day. And uh, I would just tell her how it is. So, I'm over at my parents' home. And young lady comes and she gets her 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 youngest uh, sister. There's some kids trying to t- trying to fight her. They're going to jump her. And so she came out there. No, ain't nobody going to jump you. You come on outside. We're going to deal with this now. So the oldest sister comes out and she confronts all of the kids that are sitting down. They got like this stoop, right? So all the kids out there, she was like, I want to know who was trying to jump my sister. Because y'all kids, y'all need to be getting along. I heard this fight over this boy. And she was trying to settle it. So one of it turned out not just to be a couple kids, it was five kids trying to jump on this one. One, two, three, four, fifth, five, <laughs> fifth. The mother comes down, comes to come to find out the kids that are trying to jump her are all sisters. And the mother comes down and the mother escalates it to if y'all want to run it, we can run it. And we all can fight and I'll go to jail and blah, and it just turned into this big mess. Now, here's the thing. Who going to bail you out? So I'm looking <laughs> at it from, you know, we're looking at it from a distance and I'm like, nah, this is getting too, too, too much. These are the kids in the neighborhood. So I walk down and another young man walks down. And another older man walked out. So it's like 30, 40, and 50-year-old men. And we talk and separate everybody. And we, we're talking very calmly. All of them are screaming. And the calmer that we talk, the lower their voices get. And I'm trying to talk to the mom. I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. But these kids try to break down someone's door to fight somebody who didn't want to fight them. And this is going on constantly. We Everybody got ring cameras. We, we see these kids doing this. And come to find out, the mother has been contacted several times by the other parent. So at the end of the day, come to find out that the police was called and they almost locked the mother up. 
The only reason why they didn't lock the mother up because what happened was the mother was enticing the kids to keep trying to fight the girl. And it had gotten to the point where, you know, other kids had like video of her and everything that was going on. It was, it was bad. But when you look at that, you go, okay, well, what happened to the parents? What is going on with the parents that they're acting worse than kids in high school and middle school? You know, so, it's ridiculous. So <clears throat> this is going to be a conversation. I, I'm probably going to get my ass whooped after this. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to probably say some <laughs> stuff I ain't supposed to say. So that's my disclaimer to, hey, grow up. So to me, again, this is me. I ain't representing nobody tonight. But cocktails and conversation. <laughs> Saying that up front. My disclaimer. The views of Yusuf Muhammad are not shared by, <laughs> are not shared by the public. If you have a problem with them, go see that nigga. <laughs> so I have a few things, thoughts on this one. One, too often these young women, these so it's, it's babies ra- raising babies. Start yeah. off there. You have a young sister with her five daughters. How do you think she was? She was young. She was still in like her thirties. Thirties. How like was early thirties? How old was the oldest daughter? She had to be around like fourteen or fifteen. So, you had your child seventeen, eighteen. You've been raising the child seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Again, <sighs> you're still in high school, but you now have a child. So you're a child raising a child. Yeah, and you're giving. What kind of information? Because what experience do you actually have besides being in your mother's house at 17, 18 years old, being a fast ass? So 17, 18-year-old kid raising another newborn kid. So there's no proper information being disseminated down the line. Now, the other part that I have with <clears throat> a lot of these people, or excuse me, a lot of these women who women, are this women, 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 women's, but not women's. These is little people. They are living too often vicariously through their children. Yeah. So I was watching, again, this is the thoughts of Yusuf, Yamalo, Yusuf, and war. Cocktails and conversation. All them things. So when you walk off this show, and he represent, I represent nobody but myself <laughs> in this show. So again, let's keep going. So I was on social media this week. Hell, every week. But I was on social media this week. And I had one of the weeks that I just didn't feel like being on. So I'm not going to lie. I often schedule stuff out there. So it makes it look like I'm on because you always want to interact with people. And I respond when I feel like it. But this week I was just scrolling through and I saw, um, Let's start with this. So the uh, the algorithm, let me make sure I'm saying this correct. The algorithm. The, the algorithm. Algorithm. See, that's that country of algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm, but learn how to spell, brother. <laughs> the algorithm of the show, excuse me, the algorithm of your feed is a reflection of what you actually look at on a regular basis. So I deal with a few social networks and a few clients. So if I'm on one client, I know what they've been watching because it pops up. Yeah. If I'm on this page, I know what I've been watching because it comes up. And this one page that I have, it has a bunch of older people on it. Mm-hmm. And as I was scrolling, I saw the older women 
in the videos and being cute. A lot of them were single, um, older women who make the poses and the cute. And I was like, so social media has become that outlet that I want the attention and I want to be seen, but I didn't get it in some way. I'm not getting it too often. So I'm making all these videos of myself working out at home, doing these poses and dances. I quite often ask why. Yeah. And then I look at the brothers, we do the same thing. And I, again, this is this is equal footing. Yeah, now because you, you see the brothers with 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 uh, a bucket of baby oil. Right. <laughs> and the great sweatpants. Yeah, greasy talking about, and breezy. Uh, <laughs> greasy and breezy. They're working out. I'm uh uh again, this one of my clients um has a bunch of men on her scroll line, and a dude was Washing windows with his shirt off and, and no drawers. Right. I'm like, what for? <laughs> like, we're all demanding attention. Yeah. But going back to the thing of this living vicariously is that you are still with that young mindset. Mm. And, I, and I just paid all those different pictures to show how we're equally the same yeah. when I'm starting this part right here. Men and women do the same thing. But, excuse me, however, let me show how we're doing it. You're the 30-year-old mama. We can all fight. Your oldest child is 14 years old. Your youngest may be about, let's let's go, let's say the oldest is 16. Man, they were like stair-stuck, man. And they were all just about the same age. So if I say, yeah, the youngest probably so it's like 10, six, 11. Maybe 15, 16. And you're looking at the, and they were fairly big kids. This is my point. Yeah. You you acting like you're one, you're not one of the girls no more. Yeah. You're an adult. You're a mother. Yeah. And you want to be vicariously, we can all fight. No, you can't. Because the moment you hit that child woman, yeah. you're going to jail. And then what's gonna happen is her mama's gonna beat your ass. And you know, it's it's sad to have to explain that to a 30-year-old woman. Right. I'm sitting there talking to like, hey, wait a minute. Do you know if they catch all of these girls jumping on one girl, they're getting a gang charge. You're going to get a gang charge in Georgia. If it's more than one person right. fighting one person, they'll charge you as if you're a gang. And so the, the thing is, when we're looking at parenting today, we really have to ask yourself, are they behaving as a parent would? You know, like... We're trying to live. What uh, Nas had a song called uh, "Second Childhood," and it was <laughs> a lot of people, like you said, they're living in a second childhood. But the other thing is because they didn't have a childhood to begin with, and there's so many things that have been eroding. It's like there's no moral standards, there's no understanding or comprehension of what the law actually is. Oh, say and, that part right there. What? Well, no understanding or comprehension of what the law is. Because, you know, the law is just a reflection of what your moral standards are in your society. It's supposed to mimic what is morally right. But ignorance of the law is no excuse for no. not for the law. But the thing is, we're supposed to have a law of the heart. When you are guiding children, when you are parenting, what those children are being raised to see what right looks like. At least that's, that's the goal of, 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 you know, you can't control what a child will, will won't do, 
but you can do your best to give them the best environment that you can provide. Whether you're a young parent or an older parent, you want to give them the best guidance. And you try to do that by what you do for yourself. But see, the thing is, is that you made a very pertinent point. You give them the best advice or the best guidance by what you know it is, right? Mm -hmm. The issue is that most of us are not seeking out better opportunities. Yeah, We have this, the world is literally in your hand. Mm -hmm. The whole world in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's but a it lot honestly of power. Is. It's a lot of power in that cell phone. Mm -hmm. But I was talking to a friend the other day and pregnant. And my question became, I was talking to my little nephew about something else, but the, each question for that day wound up being around the phone. What are you looking up? You're pregnant. You're off work. You're chilling at home. You're pregnant. You're at work, other person. But what are you on all day? The baby, your, the baby's mind is etch-a-sketch while they're in the womb. But what's being formulated on their mind is a reflection of everything that you're thinking, moving around, the environments and everything. Mm -hmm. If you were thinking the development of a child and the, the, the Minister Farrakhan's How to Give Birth to a God, look that up. If you're looking up the things to give birth to a nation, yeah, birth to the next God, birth to the next Jesus mm -hmm. amongst us, then you have the reflection of in your child. But we are looking up foolishness on a regular basis. And the foolishness allows us to continue to recreate the same BS, but in the worst, we're going down and down <laughs> each yeah. generation that, again, you said, we got whooped as a child. Yeah, and I, and I remember having this conversation with some of my brothers, same age, you know, they have, no, it's not brothers, it's sisters. Because the men don't say this crap. <laughs> it's, um, I have a child and I don't want my child to go through what I went through. And I have a child now and I want better for them, which you should always want to want them. But I got whooped and I don't think that, and I ain't like being whooped. So I'm not going to whoop my child. I always ask each one of them that says a statement to me. You're a doctor. <laughs> you're a doctor. You are this person or you're that, or you're just, uh, uh, this, my friends are doctors and stuff. So I asked that doctor, but the other one was a person who just worked a normal nine to five, but they had a nice, a nice house, nice life, nice life for their children. All this was a result because your mama and your daddy, your mama and your daddy mm -hmm. stayed on you to help develop you to be a proper adult. Yeah. They did not abuse you. Mm -hmm. They just gave you some discipline. And all our parents, I remember at some point, when the mothers would say, or the father is, I'm doing this so someone out in the world won't have to do this. Yep. And then yep. when you got older, you decided that I'm going to not do this because I didn't like it being done to me. But what did the Bible say? Spare the what? Spare the rod. Spoil the child. And if you're sparing it, look at what we're making out here now. And it also say he that with, withhold, I believe it's like if you withhold a rod, you hate your child. Ooh. And here's the thing. 
a lot of parents are so focused on giving children what they didn't have. Come on, man. That they forget to give them what they did. Oh, man. When our parents and when our childhood is gone, yeah, it's nice that you had your Nintendo. <laughs> right. It's nice that you had your, your pair of Jordans when they first dropped and your 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 baby fat coat and all <laughs> that, that pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> when you were seventeen, right, right. <laughs> but honestly, the things that we cherish from those who are gone is what they imparted into us. And the thing about a child, a child, if you watch children, right, even teenagers, they'll just do what their body tells them to do. Little kids, they'll wiggle. And they'll they'll you know, music turn around into a circle. <laughs> they'll dance inappropriately. They'll spit on stuff. They'll fart. They'll do all <laughs> kind of stuff. Teenagers, especially at a certain age, they're just doing what hormones tell them to do. Man, come on. They will have sex. They will curse. They will smoke. They will do all because their bodies is just saying, I want to experience and it is up to us as parents to rein that discipline in. Now, of course, every child doesn't have to have the same level of discipline. Right. Every child doesn't have to get beat all the time. Mm -mm. But there is a time and place for everything. And a lot of us are withholding the righteous things that we got, the morals that we got, the, the lessons that we got, the hard work. Sometimes... It wasn't that, it's, oh, I want to make sure my, my kids don't miss a meal. But why in the fuck is your kid eating shrimp? Why are they eating steak, throwing it away? Why are they getting McDonald's or or, or they're eating out and they haven't earned anything? Man. You're giving them cars. They haven't earned cars. Can we start? Yeah. <laughs> that part right there. Yeah. That part, I'm going to put a pin right there. I'll have to jump on this because recently it was prom season, right? And everyone is cute, right? You know, prom, I, I, was, I love it. It's nice. It really is. But like you said, the children haven't earned a damn thing most times. And you're rewarded. Now, we're talking about the spoiled kids. The spoiled kids. I'm not talking about everybody in this ain't your child. Don't even, don't pay attention to it. But you know someone that's about to fit this example and that we're speaking of. They're rewarding the children for doing nothing. Yeah. Now, and they have given them. Remember, we talked about four touchdowns in one season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you went to college and you did all this immaculate stuff, and that was the peak of your life. Yeah. A lot of these children, you've made their peak of their life high school. Yeah. That I saw this one boy, he drove a Lamborghini to prom. Your mama spent $3,000 on a car rental for one night for you to drive to prom. Plus the Louis Vuitton suit and the shoes, you've dropped all this money for one night. And the thing is, here's here's my thing. It and if you can afford it, it, it is what it is. But I mean, but, it, but but it's, 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 it's everybody's trying to do that for their child. Your child is flunking. He might not even graduate high school. So why are you putting that type of money on a child that's not successful? Mm. And the other thing is. We have to look at what are we teaching our children? What And it's, here's the thing. Here's what I've learned, mm. right? You can't teach a child anything. You didn't get taught anything. It's what you're trained into being. And the lessons that you're learning mm. is something that you're learning during the process. 
Like I can, I can teach you how to sweep a floor, but you won't get it until you actually practice, until you actually train for it. Mm. I can teach you how to shoot a gun, but you won't get it until you actually train for it. I can teach you how to work out, but until you train for it and you actually learn, I can teach you your ABCs, but you won't understand what the alphabet is until you apply the knowledge. And so a lot of us are teaching children, but we're not training them. They, you're telling them what's right and wrong, but you haven't trained them in the art of morality. They're not disciplined. They don't wake up every morning and they don't wash their clothes. They are not making up their bed. They're not planning the night before. They're not being disciplined enough to stay away from a phone because we don't have any requirements for our children. Well, most who are having these issues. Now, there are some who have mental issues, but I want to go back. So everything that you want to have, everything that's successful in life Mm -hmm. takes preparation. If I want to build a house, right, Mm -hmm. I don't just go out there and just start putting wood together, right? If I want to design something, I just don't go out there and just put something together. If I want a company that's successful, right? Here's the thing about parents. The first thing you have to do is design what you're doing. And so when we have all of this haphazard parenting, because we failed to plan, let's just make this shit plain. The first thing that I need in order to build a house is the planning. And then I need proper materials. A lot of us haven't planned for shit. And then we're using improper materials. Your body is not clean. Your mind is not clean. The DNA that you're using with your partner. You knew that girl was crazy when you was messing with him. I was just about to go there. You knew that guy wouldn't shit when you was messing with him. And then here it is. Your mind is messed up. His mind is messed up. Your body is messed up. His body is messed up. And y'all came together in all that chaos and created. So if I go outside and I go and get watered down wood and bent nails and I don't even have a plan to build a house and I'm trying to put something to live, is that going to be a, a great scru- structure? No. And yet the same thing when you're building a family and you're building something and you're building something that you're not prepared for, it's going to be chaos. And so we have a lot of people who are here through chaos and they're just learning it. They're winging it. And we're going, oh, well, the parents this and the parents that. But the th- thing about it is it takes all of us. It takes all of we have to hold accountability where it is. We are accountable for the partners that we chose. We are account- and the partner that was chosen, mm, even whether they left or whether they stayed, it's still our responsibility. Because when a child comes in this world, the child gives no damn about you. A baby is hungry. A baby needs food. A ba- and here's the other thing: is not only do the baby not care. George Power does Don't not care. You. That's right. The electric bill company wants their money. Your landlord or your mortgage owner wants their money. Mm-hmm. Society doesn't care. Oh, well, you grew up in a broken home and you breaking into people's houses. We don't take your ass to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you can't read. Oh, well, let, let me, let me, you, you understand let what I'm saying? Let me get his jail to go sit in and learn how to read. But the other thing is, even if you avoid all of that, when you have an incomplete person, 
that has been improperly reared, they haven't gotten any. The only thing they've gotten is Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And all this haphazardness, no discipline, no, no, no. Discipline is such a great thing because it teaches you about focus, what to say no to so that you can say yes to things. So when a child has discipline and they say, no, you're not going to do this. We're teaching children to parent themselves because at one point they're not going to be under your roof. They have to take their own personalities. But a lot of us parents, a lot of us, and we're both parents. Yeah. A lot of us parents that are doing things the wrong way have not parented ourselves. We haven't disciplined ourselves. And when a person is going out, well, we can all fight. You know, I don't mind going to jail. Like the well, unfortunate yeah, young lady the said that. Like, I don't mind. <laughs> Take me to jail. <laughs> you know, and it's sad because that's a person who's not thinking for tomorrow, for next year, for five years. You see a person who is saying, well, I don't care. You don't care now because you're living in the moment. When you cannot properly, we'll say, when you cannot hold your tongue, when you cannot delay your actions, when you cannot fully think a thing through, fully listen, fully behave, and you're just acting out of instincts or acting out of reaction or acting out of emotions, the first thing you're asking, you're a person held it toward self-destruction. Self-destruction. Yeah, <laughs> self-destruction. <laughs> and that's the thing that we're looking at. When we're, when we're out being sexually uh, free, you're headed for self-destruction. If you're not doing things properly, if you're having sex and creating babies with miscellaneous person, you're headed for self-destruction. There's, there's no discipline. Mm. And now, I'm not trying to say that all of us are perfect, but you're literally going to alter the entire course of your life by making these decisions. It has to go beyond Hey, I was young and stupid. No, that don't mean nothing. That, that, that doesn't that 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 excuse is not even a reason. That excuse yeah. does not fly. Mark, go on, just double back. I ain't. I'm just letting you run because I'm you're dropping jewels. Oh man, Excuse I need to pick them up. Yeah, yeah, leave my jewels down. There. I know how much jewels I got. So you're dropping jewels along the way, but you you said something about when you I ain't afraid to go to jail. I ain't afraid to die. And it made me think of a few things. Number one, mm-hmm. hit me with Martin King, um, Dr. Martin Luther the King. <laughs> when he said, if a man has not discovered something that he's willing to die for, he isn't fit to live. Mm-hmm. So when you're out there, ah, I'm ready to die. You have, you've not found anything of value in your life. Yeah. You don't even value your own life in the fact that you're willing to die. And this is the only, you don't get a redo. Mm-mm. You don't get a one, what's that, that one up? Extra man. <laughs> extra man. You don't get an extra man. You don't get to redo this. So live life to the fullest. And if you can't value enough, let's start even at home. You don't value your children enough to say that, hey, I'm not about to fight. Because for one, 
It's five of y'all. If I go to jail, what's going to happen to y'all? Exactly. This starts a domino effect of things of you're not fit to handle your children, defects coming in, now your children getting split up. It's just, where do your values lie at as a people? And I remember seeing my younger brothers. I'm ready to die when I was in school. You know, I don't care about living in, like a bunch of, a bunch of BS for real, because they heard someone on TV or somebody else say something like that. But how is it that you're ready to die? You don't know what life is about. Yeah. And I used to, I remember I started traveling at a young age. And we said this before. Like, I'm, I'm traveling two, two, two years old, you know, my, I think it was my first plane trip. And we're flying from Atlanta to New York. And you're seeing life differently. So you go from a concrete jungle in New York to green trees down here. Now, again, if you bring people from New York down to Atlanta, it's a hope, man. This is different down here. People speak to each other. People speak like, <laughs> and niggas ain't arguing with each other. Like mm-hmm. it's trees, man. Yeah, this is nice. It's warm weather down here. It's, it's winter time. You can have a nice jacket. You don't walk around with fifty bubble coats on because you're. It's different. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing a value or something outside of your life to value because okay, this is a new experience. We don't want to come out the bubble that we're in. Yeah. And social media keeps you in that bubble because it keeps feeding you on your, what's that word called? Algorithm. Yeah, algorithm. <laughs> Mr. Algorithm. <laughs> Mr. Algorithm keeps feeding you the same BS that you're into. It doesn't give you anything new because it doesn't want you to remove yourself. Yeah. Because if I give you... From your peer group. from Yeah, right. So if I give you, you used to looking at... um. Mr. Gray Sweats and Mrs. Fat Booty on your line all day. And if I start putting in how to eat to live or how to read, mm-hmm. you'll stop getting on social media for a while. They don't want you. Because as long as I have you addicted to this over here, you won't go look for something better over there. And, you know, I want to give a shout out to all of the parents that are changing what what a modern-day parent is. Because there are a lot of parents who are, are highly aware of what's going on, and they want to change the things. And, okay, well, my child is going to be financially educated. My child is going to look at different things in another way. The other thing is we literally have to be aware of what children are being exposed to. Because a lot of people think, well, we don't do that in my house. We don't do that here. But children see a lot on with the cell phone devices that we have. And the other thing is children live in a totally different world than we do. Because, and that's with every generation. Yeah, that's what your house is like. But when they leave the house and they go to school or they're out there, they have to deal with the world that you don't deal with because they are children who create an atmosphere that they have to survive in. You know, school is a a, a whole different uh, monster. But that new age parenting, though, that yeah. we talk about. So remember growing up, at least for me, mm-hmm. first question you got in the car was, did your parents pick you up or you walked home? How'd you go? Oh, it was both. I was walking. 
I done got picked up and on the bus. So when you it got home. It depends on where our money was. <laughs> I feel that way. First thing your parents did when you saw them, what did they say? Oh, how was your day? What did you learn in school? Exactly. I don't hear that too often from parents no more. Yeah. Because even if the parent is home, it's not how your day. What'd you do in school? What'd you do? And none of that stuff is, nothing is asked about school. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I don't even know what they're asking. I, I, I don't know. Because I, and this is just me seeing other friends and yeah. family associates. I look at them like, you don't ask your child what happened in school? Yeah. How do you know what's going on in your child's mind? That new age parenting versus this old age. By me staying in contact with you, I know what's going on. So, again, I could divert certain thoughts. I can move you around and different things. But if you're not concerned with your child and their development, you're not concerned with your own development and growth. Because the prayers of the, I think Mr. Farrakhan said, the prayers of the ancestors or the prayers of the people are answered through the children. Whatever it is that you pray for that we need change, you're supposed to give birth to that at some yeah. point. But the birth is given, but you if you don't keep it up, you lose the gift that is there. Yeah. This new age parenting, we don't you don't believe in discipline, don't believe in check. The, the biggest thing. I dislike with a lot of these new age parents. Not the biggest one of the things that I like with new age parenting. You can't tell my child nothing. Mm. You can't discipline them. Mm-hmm. And the cell phones. Yeah. Those three things are like some of the biggest detriments. Because if I can't tell your child nothing, then they know that if they're doing wrong, they can't be corrected. They can't be corrected. So that was our biggest fear. Yeah. One of our biggest fears is children. If I did something wrong, somebody going somebody gonna light mine behind mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and my mama ain't gonna say nothing besides, mm-hmm. what happened? And once it explains, oh, they'll call your mom and tell you they did it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Your mama gonna do it again when you get mm-hmm. home. So you're afraid of those things, but it kept you. There's an analogy that we have in Islam of a lion in the cage walking 3,000 by 5,000. And is going towards the door and they're if they sniff a certain way the cage person would open up a little bit more if they sniffed another way close the door so the lion is walking back and forth in the hemispheres of north america three thousand by five thousand but the lion is supposed to be representing us as a people mm. and us learning and developing and growing and the person, which is the godly figure or the person who's teaching you, mm. opens the cage. If you're sniffing towards civilization, which is development and growth and being better, open the cage some more so you can go out and explore. But if you're sniffing towards foolishness, close the door because you're not ready to go out. Yeah. Now, that represents us as children and adults, too. Yeah. But that's your house. Your child is walking back and forth in the house. What are you teaching them? And then once you teach them inside the house, we're going to open the door. We're going to go outside today. What is your child trying to do first? I want to look at your daughter. I don't care what no one tells me about. I don't know my daughter wearing that. You bought the clothes. Uh. 
<laughs> you bought the mm-hmm. how, how don't you know? I, I don't know where she gets that from. You yeah. bought the clothes. Yeah. Your daughter is 14. She's not doing this. When you go shopping with her and she puts out that that halter top, that midriff dress, mm-hmm. oh girl, you're gonna look cute in that. No, you're not. What are you doing? Who you <laughs> Tank said. On um, that song, Maybe I Deserve. <laughs> the hell <are> you going? <laughs> like, what do you think? You living vicariously through your child. And we as men do the same thing. Because remember, we don't simp for men on this show. When your son is talking to you about that little girl in school. Yep. And, he, and you know he's edging up on that sex conversation. What are you telling him? Mm-hmm. When we were growing up, your father would give you some son that that you know that talk got to come. Mm-hmm. Son, look, I understand what you're going through. Hormones kicking in. I understand you like the little girl. Enjoy your time, son, but don't get into that because you're not ready for it. And it's hard. And you have to say it to your son and... and I'm not going to say it on here because these are father-son conversations <laughs> that ain't for everybody. Everybody says yeah. it a little differently. But it's the guidance for your son. No. Yeah. Don't do that. But now I see fathers, oh, man, boy, he hit that yeah, Back in my day. Right. you lying. You was a geek back in your day. <laughs> Fuck you lying. Or maybe, or maybe you were. And that's why you got your son. You 22 and he 18. Right. <laughs> 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 he was old at a young age. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's what are you teaching versus what your parents taught you? Yeah. Because again, you know what, though? It reflects society. That's it. It really does. When we're looking at the way that people behave, it's a reflection of what's going on around us. And it's important for us to really understand what is going around, on around you. When you have that 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 child who is not being asked about their day, they're being shown that you don't care. So when they get to school, they don't care. Not at all. When those things are not cultivated in a child, the, the lessons that you learn, and a lot of people, they throw away, oh, I don't want to hit my child. Well, it's okay for them to get a whipping. Just don't abuse them. That's it. It's okay for them to have a bedtime. They're supposed to. They need their rest. It's okay to have talk about drugs, talk about sex, because they need your guidance. It's okay to talk to them about these things. But a lot of people, they're too busy in Instagram themselves. Like you were saying, the older women and the older guys, the granddaddies are still at the at the club. club. At 56 years old. Papa, still at, still at the club, still trying to be young. Nana out here twerking with us on the front yard, yeah. doing TikTok Vine videos. And Come that on, teaches man. when a children see that you have no respect for yourself, then they have no respect for you. And when they see that in all adults, and, the, and children, the only power that children really have is manipulation. Ooh. Children that they don't, they can't force you to do anything, but they can be extremely manipulative because that's the way that they operate. They understand, okay, if I cry, this happens. 
if I ask one parent this and then ask the other parent that, if I act like I was hurt, if I act like somebody hurt my feelings, if I act like I was attacked, if I if I act depressed, act. then you yeah. know the children they 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 understand what the world is. Mm. They have the internet, they have YouTube, they have TikTok videos, so they understand the world a lot more than we did. Did, however, they're still impressionable children, and it's up to us to educate ourselves first as parents because you know one thing about a parent when you see a child that depends on you the first thing that you do or or i hope is go man i gotta step it up Mm. no matter what level that you're at because you realize that your children have to live out in the world and then you have to god just said the first the scariest thing for a parent is when your child first goes to school because you're thinking about all the things that could go wrong with this loving child or depending on what child you got. <laughs> what your child might do wrong. But the thing is, they're going to be exposed to the world. Right. And they're going to grow into the world and they're going to go out. There. But the thing is, a lot of us were not ready for the world. And a lot of us are not handling the world in the correct way. And we have to look at who are we on the inside. And the other thing, just like with the incident with the young lady, our communities have to step up. A lot of us complain about the young people and the parents. But when are you going to step in? You know, you don't have to be nosy, but sometimes just being neighborly, sometimes speaking to your neighbors. People don't even speak to their neighbors. Sometimes just offering advice or, or just making sure that somebody's hit you looking out the window to make sure that they actually get to the bus stop. Uh. You know, when I when they were there was talk about the young men that were out there. And I'm thinking sitting out there like, well, when has anybody talked to these young, young men? Young boys, right. Like you're a man, you you were a child before, and I know at least with our generation, the older guys came out there to talk, someone played football with you. Yep. Someone they did stuff. They taught you how to Change the tire. They did manly stuff. Yep. And we have to ask ourselves as men and women, when are you going to spend time with a child that's not your child? Because believe it or not, in your neighborhood, your child plays with those other children. You got to see what the other children think. What are those other children thinking? Right. What environment are you helping to raise your child around? Can can I I tell off you? Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're going to do some season on this one, but it's a little dovetail. This, another thing that we deal with, with this new age parenting versus old age parenting, is too many of us trying to be friends Mm -hmm. with our children and be cool with them Mm -hmm. versus being their parents. My grandmother said this to my father. and My father often said this, and I, you know, Maturity, you're hearing it growing up. You ain't paying attention to it. Father would always say, he would say it, and I understand why he would say it, because he would say it in the moment where he about to, when we were out of control, that's when he would say it. But I didn't get it while he was saying it. He would say, my mom always said, you, you play with a puppy, you lick your face. You play with a child, they sass to your face. I don't play with kids. And he would always say that over and <laughs> 
I didn't get it. Yeah, I'm gonna put these brass knuckles on. <laughs> <Right. laughs> the ladies hammers on your ass. But um, but now when I got older and I had my own children, and I get it, and I saw my son when I was younger, he was younger, playing with him versus if I played too much with him. I want you to have fun with me, but I want you to understand I'm not your equal. Exactly. I'm your father still. Exactly. So I have a friend who'd be like, the child is my mommy's my best friend. Oh, you're off already. Your mother's not your best friend. Y'all not on the same level. Y'all not on the same level. We're not best friends. My my child is my child. My mother's my mother. I love my mother and father. I'm, I'm again, 40. I did not become cool. With my father. Until you good and grow. <laughs> right. I'm 36 years old before I become really cool with my father. I was comfortable enough to, a lot of cussing word every now and then. My mom, I'm still kind of afraid of. <laughs> they slip. But, you know, hey, this is my mom. She she can, she can got a bull's eye target, man. I'm telling you, throw some high heel shoes from 50 yards away and still going to knock you out. But they were never my friends. And too often, these parents are, Men, women in particular, you know, again, this is not to be sexist in but any it's, way. But it's what we see. It's, it's the reality of what we're looking at. Look at your relationship with your child. If you called your child in the room right now, how are they going to answer? Try it. Mm. I would never say what to my- Man, we couldn't even say yes without a man ma'am, right, or a sir, right. Because your child, if your child doesn't say anything to that caliber above, they don't respect it. Yeah. So they're looking at you as close to an equal because they're going to answer you the way they were answered their friends. friends. I'm not your equal. Yeah. So to look at me like that is going to is the number. It begins going back to you talking about going out there getting some messed up wood with nails and stuff in it. You're starting off with a messed up structure or foundation, so you're not going to build a good yeah. home. So when you get older, I know at some point, young men, I guess we start to smell ourselves. <laughs> and, you know, you try to get get bold with your daddy, and your daddy got to put you back in place. You're looking at me like, yeah. Man, <laughs> look, I knew better. I, 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 didn't I, have, I didn't go through that problem. I knew better. I, I my dad my, and Steph, I seen them check grown me. And I'm like, well, won't be me. Won't be me. Uh, and I'm talking about chin check. You're like, yo, wait a minute. He, he got all the dope boys in place. I'm like, yep, well, now let him sit on down. <laughs> let me go in here and yeah. sit in this cone over here because that ain't my yeah. equal. So I understood. Yeah. Don't play these games. But the issue that these young brothers have is no father in the house. Yeah. Am I to say something that's, again, put my disclaimer out there again? The words and thoughts of Yusuf <laughs> Muhammad do not reflect cocktails and conversations <laughs> or dark shining light in any way. No, whatever crazy ass shit he's about to say. <laughs> Please don't head it on to me. You know, <laughs> it was them. No, I ain't no them. I don't know what he about to say. So with that disclaimer being given before I say this, the women coddling little boys. Yeah. Oh, damn. Even the, 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 man, look, the producer just looked up and said, Shook her hat. I thought she was about to say something to me wrong. But too often, 
Yeah. Sisters, you all are especially, I ain't gonna say single women, just women right now, are the issues that is going wrong with these young boys right now. You don't want your man to touch him, his father to touch him. So you have, you want, you, you make your son into your king. Mm. He is not your king. He is your prince. He is your son. Let's start there. He is nowhere equal to you. Then what you're doing, you are playing dress-up doll with your son on a regular basis. This dress-up doll behavior, how you teach and train a child is what they will grow up into and continue on their ways. I'm not saying it correctly, but you get what I'm saying. If you're teaching your son that fashion looking cute and everything is the way to be, when they get older, what's the mentality they're walking around in? So let me, let me just make it real short then. You sisters have a problem with 90% of the men <laughs> out here in these streets, right? You're shaking your head saying yes. Now, but what you're doing is you're creating that same situation, but even worse for your daughters yeah. and your nieces. Because the same foolishness that you don't like in men nowadays you are producing in your sons. Now, when your son gets older and she has, he has to go out into the world and look for a nice woman, your niece runs into the equivalent of your son or your nephew in another dude. And I, I want to talk about the solution to oh. that. Yes, thank you, because I gave a problem. I can already feel the what about the men. The Ooh, men are leaving their children. The thing is, we have to take accountability. Yes, sir. Now, granted, there are some sisters that chose a man and he was great starting out. And then for whatever reason, it wasn't. Then that, if you are the Me. person raising a son, then you have to be responsible with getting that son or that boy near men of caliber. Men's. <laughs> Men's. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, get them into somebody's coaching mm. and trusting. Get them into some type of mentorship, whether it's your father and they got have to be around granddaddy or their uncles or whomever is trustworthy. And you have to use your discernment. And, yeah, I know everybody ain't right, but it's your responsibility to make sure that they're right. Because single fathers have no problem finding positive, and I don't want to say no problem, but they understand that they cannot change a girl into a woman. Oh, they are ill-equipped. And it's the same thing for women. Women have no clue what it means to be a man because they weren't in society as a man. They don't have the same expectations. And anyone who thinks that they do as a woman is sorely mistaken. Mm. You do not have the equipment to turn a man, a boy into a man. That's why boys always seek men. They always seek someone that they, they admire to model themselves after. Mm -hmm. And if they're modeling themselves after a woman, they more than likely are saying that they hate themselves as boys or as men or as male. We have to understand our roles and that's just what it is. We have to understand our roles when we transition from independent person to interdependent person and to having someone who's totally dependent for their well-being on us. And that's a thing 
because a lot of people did not experience life in the way they needed. They, they didn't get to experience independence. They did not get to experience uh, the fullness of life. They didn't get to experience the traveling and expanding their minds. A lot of people had to go from child to working and taking care of a child. We have to fix those issues ourselves. So to the parents out there who are struggling with identity and things like that, I have to say what the Bible says. Gird up thou loins, which means get some nuts. Get some nuts. This is what God told, told uh, uh, Joshua. Gird up thou loins. Be, be, be courageous. Do what you need to do for yourself so that you can do what you need to do for your children. And you have to do that simultaneously. simultaneously. Okay, well, if you have an issue, fix it. Do what it takes. You do what it takes to pay that rent. You do what it takes to... The thing is, life is a whole thing. It's not just about paying bills. It's not just all about your, your children or just all about what yourself. It's all of that. So if you are a single parent, single fathers too, you can't do it on your own. Get the help that's out there. Learn what you don't know. And stop making excuses. Well, I'm doing it by myself. That's no big deal. A lot of people are doing it by themselves. Yep. A lot of people don't have the help. And a lot of people are successful. What your mission is, is to find the help. If you don't know, find out how. Whether you have to work a little harder, whether you have to join groups, whether you have to, you have to do what you have to do so that you can successfully raise your children. And it's, if it's difficult, yes. If you are a two-parent household, you need to do what you need to do to make sure that you're rearing children in the right way. Now, you can do everything right, and that child still turn out crazy. But that's not your issue. Your issue is to provide the best environment that you can. Now, we talked a lot about new parents, but even old school parents. Yeah, children supposed to what what can we say? They supposed to want candy. Right. You're gonna stump your kid into the ground and <laughs> want candy. You know. And children have a voice. Children, a lot of people want to parent the old school way, not realizing that the old school ways that they were doing were wrong. Because your child should be able to talk to you about things. If they're terrified to even open a lot of people don't know their child because their child children are terrified of talking terrified to them. Is, oh, get because out. every time they say something, you grabbing a belt, you grabbing a shoe, extension cord, or a drop kick, and they don't want to talk to you because they're terrified. Or you're so critical of everything that you did or somebody else kid. You have to make the environment a safe environment. Balance. But respect that that is the perfect That's word. the word you have to have. That Balance, brother. Word. Where like you said, this new age like we were the traditional woman versus the modern woman and who's defining such and who made these roles. And it's the same thing with the old school teaching versus the new school teaching. You were so far left that you were now <laughs> so far right. Come back to the middle. Again, you got, like you say, have this conversation. I need to be able to sit down with my parent to say, mom, I'm going through this. Dad, I'm going through this. I have questions. But too often what happened is because they didn't have the answers yeah. to the questions, they used violence or something else as a way to deflect it. Yeah. Again, 
We are in a modern society and you have the world in your hands. I will give you an example. And this is very <laughs> adult, <laughs> but the reality is reality. I was talking with uh, a group of couples and they were talking about uh, drinking. And this dude was talking about, um, what you, you know, he said, man, his wife asked him or somebody in the group asked him about using the blue pills, whatever, you know, the pills. And he was like, I don't need that stuff. I got Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink it smoke. So I'm like, what, what, what is this Hennessy everyone is talking about? <laughs> what is this Henny that everyone's talking about? So I literally, while I'm sitting up there and they're talking about the fact they're laughing about what Hennessy sex does. I said, let me read what Hennessy. Oh, you had to go and look it up. <laughs> We're in an urban dictionary. Henny. <laughs> Henny. And it says the amount of alcohol that disturbs <laughs> the brain function that allows you to have a increased erection. Oh, so the Hennessy is just allowing you to do more. But what that means was at that point, I had to sit and learn as a parent <laughs> when your child asks you something, do the same thing. Yeah. It's okay not to, to not, know. Yeah, not to not know. And then it's okay. You don't have to feel embarrassed because you don't know. Yeah. We're not, this is in the society. My five year old has came to me and asked me questions that I had to look at them like, why are you asking this question? Yeah. But I need to go find the answer because if you're asking this question, again, this is just for me. We're going to start wrapping this up in a few minutes. And thank y'all for rolling with us tonight. Um, my mother and father, um, they said, all, I have two godparents, two sets of godparents. And my godparents would always, both of them were ministers, and they would always answer questions. My mother said she got tired of me asking damn questions. <laughs> but my godfather, one of them said, do not stop him from asking questions because you will set up a block in his head. Mm -hmm. His favorite word is why. Why is the sky blue? Why is this? Why is that? Answer it. And if you can't find an answer, be honest with him. Yeah, and help him find the and answer. Help him find the answer. So the same thing, but what it did was set up a relationship between my mother and my father and I that I didn't feel bad when I came and asked my father a question. Yeah. It was like, Dad, I don't understand this. You know, I, I, I probably should know this, but I do not. And I'm going to come get your advice on it. We don't have those relationships with parents because we were too far left and right, yeah. not meeting in the middle. This old age. Like when my, my grandmama said, you so righteous, you're wrong. Right. <laughs> so righteous, you just corrupt. Yeah. You can't see anything that's going on because you're walking around with your nose in the, in the sky. Yeah. So. True. You know, I want to speak about something, too. Go ahead, my brother. You know, you, you brought up an important thing, asking questions and learning. But some of us parents need to take parenting classes. And from a reputable source as well. <laughs> Some of us never learned how to be parents. Some of us never learned how to be adults. So it's good to have parenting. If you don't have parents or you didn't have uh, parents that you trusted or things like that, get some counseling. It's like hiring parents. Go to where wise people are. You know, get yourself about around wisdom. And learn a different skill. Keep those skills up. It's just like anything else. When you are doing something in life, you're never complete with it. You just learn more. You keep going. 
it's I, I heard something that that um, on um, a video it said that no child, two different children get different parents. They're the same parents, but they act completely different. Yeah, they're different stages of life. Yep, they're interacting with that child differently. Mm-hmm. That child's person, not so they're getting two different people out of the same person. So the other thing is we have to understand who we are and educate ourselves constantly. Educate yourself on your child. Get to know your child. And the other thing is get to know somebody else's child in your neighborhood. Get to know somebody else. Get to know another parent. You know, and let's start creating an atmosphere that's better than what it was back in the day. It takes a village to raise a child. That's right. That was a. Oh, it went away. It went away. No. Oh, man. We're going to finish off with this one. It, that was a very important thing that, again, so many tidbits are given to us when we were children that were to plant seeds that should have festered and grew into something as you hit maturity that you're. Oh, I get it now. That's an Indian proverb, but it works very well in the black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian community. It don't matter. It takes a village to raise a child. It does. It was an African proverb. One of them proverbs. Either way, everybody they both can take had it. villages. <laughs> they both had villages. Either way, it makes sense. Be that uncle to your nephew that's in the neighborhood yeah. who running wild because he's upset because his daddy left. Yeah. His daddy's in jail because his daddy was doing something to take care of the family and he didn't understand that one. So he's upset with the world not knowing it's alright son. We got you still. Yeah. You just have to now take responsibility for yourself and your actions that you don't do the same things. You know I, I want to speak directly to Parents and grandparents. Close us out with that one. Go okay, ahead. Okay, I, I, I do it. Uh, quoting uh, uh, John Witherspoon from The Boondocks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and it was very wise. When you can't do everything, right? It was mm-hmm. like, well, I, I can't do that. And they kids ain't going to listen. He said something. You do what you can. You don't have to do everything. Just do what you can. Because that's the part that we're responsible for. Mm. When God holds us accountable, whether you believe or not believe, you you will hold yourself accountable. What could I have done? Let's stop saying what could and what should. What can I do? Just like with the young men that was out there playing with this Nerf football, I went and got them a real regulation football. Went number $14. Now, I can't raise those children. I don't have the time to to spend all the time in the world, but I can do something. Mm. I can show them somebody care. I can speak. When they when I see them, I can speak and say, hey, what's going on, young kings? What's going on? Y'all playing football? I got y'all something. Hmm. I can do something instead of just looking at the parent. You can do something. You can talk to that mama. You can talk to that child. Even if they you don't have to have time for a whole discussion. Hey, I see y'all look nice. Let me dovetail on that one so you're not going to end this out. <laughs> <laughs> so... Y'all know I'm Muslim. 
So we we'll out there with them beehives, phone calls <laughs> on the corner, them, them, them brothers in them suits in this hot weather with the ties on. Like, God damn, you got a summer set or something? That's what I'll be wanting. Some of them eggs and bacon, my brother. <laughs> 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 okay, so the other week, um, I'm going out to sell some papers. I strive to do it on a weekly basis because it teaches through rejection, it teaches development and growth. Smile, I don't got bottles through at me, and people didn't cuss me out. Praise be to Allah, brother. Have a blessed day. This Saturday, that was out there, it was a bunch of young brothers out there. You know, the footballs. We yeah. raised the money for our charity. So I said, you know what? When, I, when stuff like that happens, quite often I said, because they're out here trying to do something, I'm not going to get in their way yeah. or take the energy away from them. Yeah. But for some reason this day, I said, you know what? Let me teach them. So it was 10 of them on a the corner. No, six. Started off with six. And then they had this dude sitting across the street. It was like a, one of their daddies, whatever. Might more of a pimp that day, but anyhow. <laughs> um, so it was six of them, three had signs, three hadn't. They had been there like five, ten minutes walking back and forth, not doing anything, just playing on the corner. <clears throat> I said, you know what? Let me teach you. Six of y'all. Hey, brothers, come here. How y'all doing? They came around, looked at me. I said, no, 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 it's okay. I'm going to teach y'all how to get some money today. So they came around, and I, and I enjoyed this. I stood out there with them for an hour and a half, and once... Hour and a half, I should have been doing my own thing, but I did it with them for an hour and a half. I said, look, first of all, you got to understand is this ain't your money. This is the team's money. Work together. Mm. It's six of you all out here. Three got a sign. Work in pairs that you're able to get the money together. Each person start by picking a, a teammate. So young brother got another brother. And they, all right, so one person got a sign, one person got the football helmet. Walk through, and the person who's got the sign, you need to stand on the corner and just walk with your man. And so, if because the person in the car, they're listening, but they're looking over to see everybody, what everyone else is doing, as always. Mm-hmm. You got the sign up, so you're the backup to make sure they see, oh, this is real. All right, continue to move. Young man, what I need you to do, I'm explaining this, but, you know, it's just for, it's going to work. Anybody who has this, let them listen to this part right here. It'll help them out. I said, young man, when you're going out to talk to the car, first of all, do not run up as a team. You are still the young black man. I don't care that you're 12 and 14. You look like a gang in their mind automatically. Stop doing that. When one person goes to the car, that person goes. The partner goes with them. So that way the person can talk and they roll down their window. Because all y'all running, they're going to, you know, and grown adult, they're still going to tense up. I said, first of all, you greet them. How are you doing? You don't even have to say your name. How are you doing? We're out here raising money. Explain what you're doing. Because I don't know you. You don't know me. This is not about to be a guessing game. This light's 30 seconds. <laughs> I got to make a spill. Keep moving. My name is such and such. Or, hi, how you doing? I'm representing my team. We're out here raising money for our football, whatever, whatever. Would you like to donate? Would you please donate? Automatically, because you're a child, we're going to think twice in doing it. Think once or twice in doing it. Roll down the window. Here you go. Next thing, say thank you when you leave. 
give me the respect because I'm giving you some money. Mm-hmm. Give me my respect. Cool. Other thing, this now this is the trick I had to tell them. Walk slow. When you're walking to each car, you walk in a moderate pace, but it's slow enough that they hear me. So if you, if I get to you as your car and you're saying no, I can keep moving. But what's going to happen is my partner behind me, who's also walking, he's going to pick up the slack. So that's what happened. This dude, nah, I'm not want the money. I'm good. So the young man kept going. The older one kept going, but the younger one, who's like ten. Still cute. Yeah, he's still, still young cute. And cute. So he got the hat. And he's he picking up 20s and 10s and 50s. Get the money. The older one, he would walk a little faster, get to the next car. I said, so if one car rejects you, don't take it as a fence. Keep moving. This is going to help you learn a rejection so that when that young woman in school tells you no, you can keep moving. Keep on moving. All when right, that sister. job that you apply for tells you no, keep you on keep moving. moving. You know, it's important for us who are older to give those experiences because those those skills are transferable. And when people see that you're willing to spend time with them, to share something that's going to help them, that's how we change a block into a neighborhood. And that's how we change a neighborhood yeah. into a community. Yes, sir. And with that... Sip on that. No, I like that. You know, that's a new tagline. Sip on that. Go ahead, sip on that. I like that. We're going to continue to use that one. So thank you all for listening to us. Like, subscribe, follow. Comment, <laughs> share it. All that good stuff. Um, check out our Bust old- a freestyle to the beginning of the <laughs> matter of fact. Bust a freestyle and send it to us. Might use yours because Phil T, taking too long, partner. But thank you all for uh, tuning in this week, man. This is it's cool, man. This is our therapy sessions. Yeah. And thank you all for growing in the in the uh, in the uh, podcast realm. Um we got China checking in, bro. Oh man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I even speak English. <laughs> Chinese. Tell you. But they out there, there. And, and you know we have a, a nice following over there. So thank you all in the China land. For listening. Oh Lord, he just that lost our Chinese. <laughs> Look, we appreciate you guys. Hey, I got. Uh, I, think, I think my mic came from there though. <laughs> so check it, man. I, like I really appreciate you guys out there because you guys are building the village, and I just want to thank you for coming to Rakanda with. The- <laughs> man, you ain't had your rings on in a minute. <laughs> nah, nah, I haven't. I haven't. That's why they don't hear the clinking and all that. I usually wear all my rings. But um, I had to put the infinity gauntlet up so y'all can hear me. But now we really appreciate you guys for checking in. Um, thanks for everything. Y'all tell somebody to tell somebody. Tell them it's not the cocktails and conversations with the with the women's. It's the one with the men. Men's. And we ain't wearing no gray shorts and we got our drawers on. Help me out. This is Tim Newbar, Newbar's Hardgrove cocktails and conversations tune in every friday 7 p.m on all streaming platforms tell somebody about it